there is something very, very special about taking language in through the ear. I'm proud that I was able to record an audio book with a nine-week-old baby. When I began writing this, I really imagined it as a friendly conversation between me and the listener. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet author, historian, and journalist James Carroll, journalist Grace Olmsted, and neuroscientist and author Lisa Genova. A powerful memoir by a former priest and National Book Award-winning writer, an intimate reflection on America's agricultural heartland and the consequences of uprooting. A neuroscientist's exploration of how we remember and why we forget. Step into the studio with each of these authors and hear what inspired them to write their books and what it was like for them to read their audiobooks. Enjoy. This is James Carroll. As a lifelong Catholic, I'm, like many, many people, really thrown off balance in the recent decades by the revelations of the scale of priestly abuse of children, a minority of priests abusing children while almost every bishop protected the predators instead of the victims. In the year 2000, new revelations of abuse, including by those at the highest level of church power, stunned the Catholic world. So that's the ground of my preoccupation. When Pope Francis became Pope in 2013, like many Catholics, I was taking for granted that he would address the deep causes of this catastrophic moral failure in the church. And in the midst of all of that, Pope Francis went to Ireland, and in Ireland, it became clear to me that Pope Francis was as much imprisoned by the clericalism that caused this deep dysfunction as anybody, and that he wasn't going to address it nearly in the way it needed to be addressed. And that shock caused something in me to snap, as I say in this book. And it prompted me to look back across my whole life to ask the questions, what in the Catholic priesthood is the source of this dysfunction? And what does it mean that I myself was a Catholic priest for five years? So I've been exploring what we used to call quite glibly, although it's not glib for me anymore, this deep crisis of faith. Well, narrating my audiobook did put me in touch in a new way with the deep, wrenching, anguished struggle that this Catholic crisis has caused me. And as I read the words on the page out loud, I became more fully aware of the sorrow, of the deep shame, and nevertheless of the resolution toward a hopeful future that this book represents for me. So yes, narrating it puts me in touch with the scale of the problem that is at the center of this book 
and it also puts me in touch with the importance of the Catholic recovery for the sake of a better world. There is a satisfaction for me in having read this book because I want the listeners to have as direct an experience of James Carroll the person as they can. And by hearing this text read aloud by me, its author, I do feel closer, perhaps, than before to those who are taking in this story. I hope they feel my deep personal presence to this narrative by hearing it in my voice. My largest experience of both being read to and reading aloud myself, I would have to associate with my life in the church because it was the texts of the Holy Bible that were read from the lectern in the sanctuary where I think I first experienced the power of the audibly narrated word. And then in my life in the church, it was as I read those very same texts, only now attuned to them in a much more thoughtful and perhaps challenging way, that I sensed the power of the spoken, preached word. There is something very, very special about taking language in through the ear. And that's the phenomenon I'm most in touch with, having read the text of my own book here. So I hope people taking it in through the ear take it into themselves, perhaps in a slightly more deep way than they might off the page. That certainly would be a hope of mine in any case. The last great audiobook I heard was Bride's Head Revisited, read by Jeremy Irons, which of course was an inspired choice to have him read that text because he rendered the main character of Bride's Head, Charles Ryder, so unforgettably in the magnificent PBS series that was made of the Evelyn Waugh novel, hmm, how many years ago, perhaps 20. And now, hear James Carroll read a clip from his audiobook. Ireland is ground zero for the church's current moral implosion. Beginning a decade ago, when, in 2009, the findings of an Irish government commission chaired by Judge Sean Ryan, called the Ryan Report, were released. The Catholic Church's sexual abuse scandal had been ignited in Boston some years before that. But in Ireland, the calamity was even more catastrophic. By every measure, the Church in Ireland was in ruins by 2018. But that year, Pope Francis arrived there for a major papal visitation, as if everything were fine. Hi, this is Grace Olmsted, author of Uprooted. 
I wrote my book because I had spent a lot of time in recent years thinking about the plight of rural communities, including my own farm community back in Idaho. And I was inspired by the examples of my relatives like my great-grandfather and my grandfather and wanted to tell their stories and to draw more readers into a world that many have not gotten to experience as fewer and fewer Americans have a relationship with the farm or with just various aspects of their food production that are in rural areas primarily. I also really wanted to explore homesickness and nostalgia and give readers a broader understanding of what it can offer us in terms of the beneficial lessons it offers and how we can avoid sentimentality and learn from the parts of ourselves that long for what we grew up in and and the places that make us who we are. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be delightful. It was a dream come true because I've always wanted to be an audiobook narrator. I love reading books aloud and do it for my little girls all the time. And so even though it was a difficult process and I messed up plenty of times, I absolutely loved it. I realized I had trouble pronouncing homogeneity right. I've said homogenous plenty of times, but homogeneity was one we had to practice and look up a few times before we were sure that we got it right. I'm proud that I was able to record an audiobook with a nine-week-old baby, and I thank all the many people in my life who helped make that happen. I'm guessing this is a pretty typical response, but if I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Morgan Freeman because the more opportunities we get to listen to his wonderful voice, the better. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Piranesi by Susanna Clarke. It was an absolutely beautiful book, and the narrator did a wonderful job capturing the character and making the world of the book come alive. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is the kitchen sink because I love listening to audiobooks while I do the dishes. And also in the summer, I love listening to audiobooks when I'm working in my garden. And it's one of my favorite ways to enjoy a good novel. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. It is a cold, quiet November morning. The smoke from California's devastating wildfires has finally dissipated from the Idaho air, but now a dense fog has taken its place. I am visiting home for a while, back in the brick house where my parents have lived for more than 25 years. Now as I drive from Fruitland toward Emmett, I see a flock of geese flying south. Cattle graze on either side of the road, their breath steaming. The butte rises sharply in the distance, covered in deep purple shadows. One Emmett resident once noted on Facebook that when light hits the north side of the butte just right, it looks like the velvet on a deer's antler, silvery, surreal, and beautiful. Hi, this is Lisa Genova. I'm the author of Remember, The Science of Memory and the Art of Forgetting. I wrote this book because I've been talking to audiences around the globe about Alzheimer's and memory for the past 10 years, and I've found that pretty much everybody over the age of 50 is freaked out about their memory and forgetting. So when you guys 
forget to take out the trash or can't remember the name of that movie starring Tina Fey or you forget to go to your Zoom meeting at four o'clock. Everybody gets stressed and fearful and lays a lot of judgment and shame on themselves. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to help you all understand that these episodes of forgetting are totally normal and nothing to worry about. We have enough to worry about in this world without piling on something that we don't need to. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be exhausting. I realized I had trouble pronouncing. (laughs) Well, there are a lot here because I'm originally from Boston and had a Boston accent for most of my young life. And so anything that had an ah in it was tough for me. The word regularly, I stumbled on, I think, many times. And again, I wanted it to be regularly. I'm excited that listeners will get to hear me narrate this audiobook because when I began writing this, I really imagined it as a friendly, gentle conversation between me and the listener. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast my friend Maria Shriver. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved Oh my gosh, there's a bunch. I listen to audiobooks all the time. Okay, so recent favorites are Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, The Body by Bill Bryson, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Gosh, so many. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is definitely the car. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Your brain is amazing. Every day, it performs miracles. It sees, hears, tastes, smells, and senses touch. It also feels pain, pleasure, temperature, stress, and a wide range of emotions. It plans things and solves problems. It knows where you are in space so you don't bump into walls or fall down when you step off a curb to cross the street. It comprehends and produces language. It mediates your desire for chocolate and sex, your ability to empathize with the joy and suffering of others, and an awareness of your own existence. And it can remember. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.